Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Whether you're strolling through a magical bamboo grove in Kyoto, Japan, or learning to make pizza in Naples that you'll go on and try to replicate at home a thousand times, you're building special memories that will last a lifetime. That's why people love Viator. It's a website and an app that helps you book almost any travel experience imaginable, ranging from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's truly something for everyone. Viator's traveler experiences also have millions of real traveler reviews. And when you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Fill your next trip with unforgettable memories. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey parents, did you know that Easter is super early this year? It's on March 31st. I need to get it together, which means I need to go to Lakeshore Learning. If you didn't know, Lakeshore Learning is the go-to store when shopping for all the kiddos in your life. They always have the best toy selection, and this Easter is no exception. I'm torn between getting the Fairyland playset, the remote-controlled robot, or the travel camper, which comes with a built-in kitchen, a fold-out grill, and even a dog. Yeah, I'm getting the camper. Plus, everything is designed by teachers, so you can feel good knowing your kiddo is learning a little something, too. Visit lakeshorelearning.com and get 25% off using the promo code LOVELAKESHORE. Or stop by a store and mention this ad. Some restrictions apply. Again, that's 25% off with promo code LOVELAKESHORE by visiting lakeshorelearning.com or visiting a Lakeshore Learning store near you. Hoppy shopping! The following podcast is a Dear Media production. And I'm looking at you dead now. And I'm saying to you, if you haven't tried the peak sun goddess matcha, I think you're a stupid, stupid bitch. I don't know that I feel more passionately about any liquid that I ingest on a daily basis. And that's really saying something. People ask me all the time, they say, Jackie, what is that elusive trough of liquid, green liquid, that you bring everywhere you fucking go? The answer is simple. It is peak life sun goddess matcha. I am a matcha connoisseur, okay? And peak matcha is the only one that I will put in my body. It's organic. It's ceremonial grade. It is quadruple toxin screened. It just doesn't get any fucking better. If you've tried it, you know that I'm not lying. You will love it. Drink it and then look at the difference in your skin. You will be glowing, okay? It is my tried and true secret. It is truly like an antioxidant facial for your skin. It's got chlorophyll in it. It's got L-theanine, which helps promote calm. Just drink it and watch promise you, okay? For a limited time, Peak is offering an exclusive bundle that includes their Sun Goddess Matcha, along with two premium bonus gifts, a $45 value for free. Use code BIBLE for an additional 5% off. Go to peaklife.com slash Bible and use promo code BIBLE at checkout for 5% off site-wide plus two premium bonus gifts. (sighs) 
Hi, everybody. Uh, this is uh, this week's episode, Take Two. I was bragging at the top of my first run about how I invested in brand new equipment, okay? I got a new fancy mic. She believed she could, and she paid retail. God forbid I even get a fucking aux cord from somebody. It is truly a one-woman operation over here, and I'd like you to know that I will sing it from the motherfucking rooftops, Sound of Music style. Speaking of Sound of Music, um, I didn't put this in my first take, so I thought I'd just slip it in at the top. This is peak Jackie Schimmel, okay? This happened this weekend, and I want you to know that this is what we're working with cerebrally. Get your library cards, girlies. Bitch Bible book club alert. If you're unfamiliar with Adolf Hitler's manifesto, it's called hot tip Mein Kampf. I'm probably butchering it, but I'm not German, okay? Even though my last name does mean mold and white horse in German, Avidezane. So... Hitler wrote this book. It translates to my struggle, Mein Kampf vibes, okay? This is what I'm working with. I tried to make a Mein Kampf joke this weekend and true to form, somehow got confused between Mein Kampf, Adolf Hitler's manifesto, and Naim Khan, Kara Radzel's friend, a la Roni season four. Naim Khan, who, uh, Countess Luan aggressively asked to borrow a dress for the In Touch Weekly magazine holiday party. Okay, do you know what kind of dumb fuck confuses Mein Kampf with Naim Khan? That's just me. Peak Jackie Schimmel. My friend was like, oh God, he's like kind of anti-Semitic. And I'm like, oh really? Should I send him a copy of Naim Khan? And she's like, who's Naim Khan? I'm like, Hitler's manifesto, you dumb fuck. And she's like, Naeem Khan is a dress designer. And I was like, all right. Okay. Anyways, listen, I'm still trying to drop a Hana Country album with the lead single Hitler Baby One More Time. Hitler Baby One More Time. His loneliness was killing him. And he was a terrorist and a dictator, a dictator. The neo-Nazis have lost their mind. The Jews are done. Hitler, baby, one more time. Boom, mic drop. I, the, I want you to know that I just made that up on the spot, take two. Can you imagine the music video, okay? I'm not gonna make the joke that I wanna make because I'm trying to keep it cute or put it on mute, but all I'm saying is there could be strobe lights and there would be smoke machines, okay? And I'm Jewish. I've been recruiting for years. Don't come at me, okay? Don't come at me, CEJE Center for Early Jewish Education, where I spent the majority of my youth, okay? Baruch Hashem. Speaking of pop stars, um, I just got wind that Britney Spears is allegedly with child, Okay. What a gift. I mean, personally, I would rather have a stork drop off a gift certificate to a marble slab yard. But, you know, if Brittany is pregnant, obviously uh, that is something that she's been very vocal about wanting. I'm going to play devil's advocate here because it, nothing has been confirm, confirmed by her camp or Sam's camp. So this is all very alleged. You know, in true Britney fashion, she posted a picture of, I don't know, gummy bears, teacups, Pomeranians, a, a stock Bridgerton photo, a, a fountain, a leaf, 
we don't know, okay? A very elusive photo with a very long emoji-clad trilogy opus caption. Very on brand for Brit Brit. And in it, she says that she thought she was bloated, maybe having a food baby. She took a pregnancy test and now she's having a baby. I don't know why the cynic in me thinks that maybe this is a metaphor. Maybe she's giving birth to a new Brittany. Okay. Or maybe, you know, Easter is coming up and she's resurrecting, or maybe she's playing a joke with the paparazzi. I don't know. I need confirmation. I've had a lot of mental clarity in the last week. Something about Andrew being gone at the masters, um, and just having space to breathe and not answer a myriad of fucking stupid questions from sunrise to sunset. It's really, it's given me a breather and I have been operating on all cylinders. I have been dropping wisdom, dumb fuck wisdom for days. Okay. I went to dinner with a girlfriend the other night before her ass even touched the goddamn chair. I was giving her full psychoanalysis. I was like, Hey, I'm so good to see you. You look amazing. By the way, do you think that maybe you're projecting um, some of your inner childhood trauma onto outside peripheral relationships because you haven't been fully healed and you're still wounded? And to fill that void for what not being hugged as a child, maybe that you're villainizing others. She's like, yo, psycho, can I get a fucking drink before you dissect me? And I was like, absolutely. But what do you think? And she's like, maybe. And I've just been, I've been taking a lot of shots and I've been hitting them out of the park. Okay. So I do have this theory with Brittany. Um, I feel like in the past two and a half years, the world has collectively experienced a trauma. Okay. And when in the world has that happened? I mean, obviously like 9-11, the, the big H, the Holocaust, but I'm talking about something that has, has affected every single person on planet earth. And that's coronavirus. Okay. It was a weird fucking time. Now it doesn't even exist anymore. Apparently. Okay. Coronavirus is so 2020. Okay. And I'm joking by the way, in case you're just a little bit stupid, we're going to cover you in a second because I'm sick and tired of dumb fucking people. Because society has gone through this collective trauma where we had a lot of space, a lot of time, and everybody has a platform to voice their opinions as if they are facts, okay? With the Free Britney movement, I would like to just start this opinion off by saying that I love Britney Spears, I stand with Britney Spears, I support Britney Spears entirely. I just feel like human beings have become so myopic, myopic social justice warriors, where in every situation there is a victim and there is a villain. And we have forgotten that two truths can exist in the same space. There isn't a winner and a loser. There isn't a victor and a valor, okay? Two things can be completely true. I wholeheartedly believe that Britney Spears' parents and all the people around her, okay, rashy as fuck Jamie, loser Lynn, Jamie Lynn, and all across the board, I think they entirely used and abused Britney Spears. That's how I feel. I think that we can all agree that something was not right within the Britney Spears operation. Could we maybe expand our horizons just a little bit 
to metabolize the fact that maybe that can be absolutely true, that she was placed in a conservatorship that is completely abusive and wrong. Can we also maybe wrap our head around the fact that Britney Spears might need some type of supervision and maybe her trauma and all of what she's dealing with mentally is has a direct correlation to the abuse that she experienced in the conservatorship. But with that being said, could we give her a beat? You know, the girl that you were in the sorority with that goes to Coachella and does too much Molly and like hits it hard. She needs a couple days before she goes back to her, you know, marketing job. It's normal to have periods of transition. If she is pregnant, I'm very happy for her and Sam. I just hope that, um, she is in a space to, I want her to be free. I want her to be happy. And I would wish the same on her, uh, child. So I hope, uh, that that's what's happening. I want Brittany to be free, happy, healthy, stable. And I want the same for any innocent being that exits the vagina. Obviously, we will wait for confirmation. You know, I'm a big champion of Britney Spears. I think she is a goddamn icon and truly a pillar of my youth. So mazel tov, we'll see. In other celebrity news, uh, Benefer 2.0 is getting married. Can I just say something, olive oil J-Lo? <sighs> if you're Jennifer Lopez, do you need to make a marriage announcement with a coy teaser on Instagram stories, which then feeds to on the JLo, your lifestyle website with an email input, and then you gotta pay, you know, $2.99 to get it hot exclusive JLo tidbits. Like you're Jennifer Lopez. Me, I'm a low-hanging fruit whore. Okay. I would do I'd probably do anal for a fucking free brushed brass goddamn piece of hardware at this point, okay? And you know what? I'm just going to say it. I don't really care. I don't care. I'm excited for them. I hope they make it down the aisle. At this point, they're just fucking with us. If they break up again, I'm going to be pissed, okay? It's a fuck enough. I'm more concerned about Ben Affleck's back tattoo. I think about it basically every single day of my life. When you nourish your body, you can transform your life, okay? With Saqqara's delicious plant-rich meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials, you can be in the driver's seat of your own health and experience true transformation. Saqqara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Their nutritionally designed, chef-crafted breakfast, lunches, and dinners are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, helping boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings, and get your skin glowing. Plus, it's all delivered right to your door. If you have not tried their Metabolism Super Powder, I highly recommend it. It is my favorite Saqqara product. It's so easy. You pop it in a smoothie and, you know, you're the face of wellness. Even more important, right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash Bible or enter code Bible at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash Bible to get 20% off your first order. That's sakara.com slash Bible. Has your mind been sprinting for years on end, leaving trails of stress, anxiety, and fatigue that are eroding your mental health? The answer to that would be most likely yes. 
especially if you listen to this podcast. If so, then it's time to adopt small daily practices that will have a huge impact on your long-term happiness and well-being. That's why you need Headspace. Whether you're looking to relieve stress and anxiety, sleep better, improve your focus, Headspace is your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. A recent study proved that in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. They have all types of different routines, It's so great. Honestly, all of my friends use it and absolutely swear by it. Um, And I really, really think you should try it, especially with this deal. Listen up, baby. However you're feeling, try Headspace at headspace.com slash Bible. Get one month free of their entire mindfulness library. That is the best Headspace offer available. So go to headspace.com slash Bible today. That's headspace.com slash Bible. So I'm just going to give you a little insight to my day because that's what the people want to hear. I woke up at a tender 7 a.m. and I got to tell you, I don't know what this means, but while Andy's away, Jackie will lay. And I've been sleeping like a goddamn dream. I've been taking these little sleep gummies. And while they give me crippling, crippling nightmares um, that I will need to speak to a licensed therapist about because they are so vivid and the outfits are so good. So embellished. I'm like, am I like a low-key Donatella Versace? Like, because when you think about your dreams and don't worry, I won't bore you with the intricacies of my dreams. Cause like who gives a fuck, but you know, you make up everything in your dream. The, what the, the landscaping, the interiors, the outfits, the people, the places, the things. It is a real mind fuck. It's a real look into your psychosis. And I just want to say like, I'm very creative because I am boosting Luke's, Luke's on Luke's. So I wake up this morning and um, I had to go to the Home Depot at 7.30 a.m. Do you want to know what the 7.30 a.m. looks like at a Canoga Park Home Depot? You never do. You never fucking do. I went in my pajamas with my Megan's Law rapist uh, Tom Ford glasses. I've gotten a lot of negative feedback on them. I do understand that it makes me look like the child killer in Lovely Bones, but they give me real range and they a lot of coverage, visually speaking. You know, never in my life did I think that I would be not at one Home Depot, but Three Home Depots in the same fucking day looking for non-sanded grout, tile spacers, uh, marble sealant, blue tape, all of the things. And each Home Depot crowd gets uglier and uglier, especially the farther inland you go. You want to go feel alive? Go to the Diamond Bar Home Depot, okay, and take a big old gander. I caught my reflection, okay, cue Christina Aguilera Mulan song. I caught my reflection in the window aisle at 7.41 this morning at the Canoga Park Home Depot, okay, just schlepping fucking grout. And I was like, huh, Temple Grandin could never. Let me just say, let me use this opportunity to say publicly that I just die for Temple Grandin. I just want to say it. I want to get it out there. Jackie Shima loves a good shawarma wrap, long walks indoors with my Shih Tzu Richard, and fucks hard with Temple Grandin. 
I just love her. I see myself in her, the hair, the lifestyle, the mindset, the inkling towards country Western fashion. You know, Temple Grandin goes a little more rodeo. Uh, Temple does Tennessee. I'm more Parisian countryside with a affinity for Isabel Morant, but like tomatoes, tomatoes. I worship at the Temple of Temple Grandin and that's all you need to know about me. And if you don't know, do a Google search. I received another uh, gift from the universe this weekend. I found Mandy Moore's Instagram account. And when I tell you that it has changed me, if you're an OG Bitch Bible listener, you know how I feel about Beverly Mitchell. And it was kind of like my guiding light. My metaphorical watchtower was, was Beverly Mitchell. I looked forward to her quote unquote content. Um, I wanted to see her mouth agape with a little sideways smirk, just hawking diapers. You know, it just, it gave me joy. And I, I love Beverly Mitchell in a way that I can never express. She's been a little quiet on Instagram and, or she's blocked me. Both are extreme tragedies in my book of life. Wait, I just, I just never even considered the fact that Beverly Mitchell blocked me but I literally haven't seen her on Instagram for over a year. And I, I think she blocked me. That would devastate me to my fucking core because no one rides harder for Beverly Mitchell than Jackie Schimmel. I love her. Beverly, this is my mea culpa. If you are listening to this, which you're definitely not, please, please unblock me because I've, I've only loved you from a healthy, healthy distance. Mandy Moore's Instagram account slash TikTok is absolutely transfixing. She is in a maxi dress, tap tapping her toes, singing her new single with a head tilt that will give you a fucking neck brace. You know who you are. Your love's as sweet as candy. I'll be forever yours. Love always. Bandy. <laughs> there's this one, there's this one video of her watching a walk to remember for the first time in 10 years. And she opens like a little kettle, a little bag of kettle chips. And I screamed. And then she like lovingly clutches her heart while she watches Walk to Remember. And she's like, and I lay my hands and pray to be all. And she's getting like a little misty with like that little singular tear running down her cheek. And she's just having that, you know, nostalgic memories of, of her blockbuster classic. I feel like Jessica Alba and Mandy Moore have the same social media intern. Mandy Moore starts every episode with, Hi, friends. It's Mandy. And I just, there's something so simply earnest about it and approachable and, you know, try hard relatable. And I just can't get enough. Mandy Moore looks, looks like someone who has a lot of hanging indoor plants. And so, you know what I'm saying? And maybe like a, like a fringed sisal rug just to keep it boho and a pursed lip that could just pucker your asshole. Hi, friends. It's Mandy. Oh, I love her so much. It's so good. It's a must follow. It's a, it's a run, don't walk follow. It's to die for. And I lift my hands and pray to be only yours. I pray. I was also singing along with it, and I'm like, we're kind of harmonizing right now. This show has gotten so fucking positive. Let's go over some things that I'm absolutely hating this week, okay? Because this is what you came for, to quote the great Rihanna. 
Uh, I am irrationally upset, perturbed, and deeply unsettled by TikTok lettuce chips. This is a viral recipe, and I use the term recipe quite loosely. Uh, this is for this is an anorexic chip. Okay, that's what it really is. And any bitch that tries to tell you that this is a, you know, doppelganger for a kettle chip salt and vinegar can literally die in a fire because you're a dirty, dirty liar. I want someone that looks in the camera and says, I'm literally eating lettuce. Okay, call me Thumper and and put me in a fucking cage because I am depriving myself the joy of a regular chip so that I can eat a little smidge of romaine with some lemon and salt on it before I cry myself to sleep like a fucking psychopath. I've realized I also get irrationally angry, emphasis on the rash, when people uh, use the term yummy unironically. So you're at a restaurant and the waiter comes over and is like, hey, how are you enjoying your chicken marsala? And you've got some fucking friend in an A-line dress and a wedge sandal that says, oh, it's super yummy. Something about it makes me, like my vagina just inverted. Ooh, it's so yummy. Oh, yummy. So yummy. Mmm, yummy. Yummy, 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 yummy. Like, oh. Here's another one I found on TikTok. Um, I'm, I've entered a new algorithm of Easter egg centerpieces. If you take peeps and you line a little vase and then you get a little head of iceberg and you plop it inside with some multicolored tulips, you'll be the talk of the town. <sighs> Bear with me for this one. There's a new hot drink geared to mom bosses worldwide, and it's called, get this, a mommosa. Preferably enjoyed at your kiddos' soccer games. You're crazy. Shit like this is the reason I'm never going to march, okay, with a pussy hat on. Because I actually love and respect women, and I think we're a superior breed. And we don't need to rebrand mimosas. Mommosas. You know what's even fucking worse is a manmosa. Okay. You know what? A mommosa makes me happy that my mother's dead. How do you like that? Take it. It's an audio clip. Run with it. Run wild with it. Put it in the Facebook group. Ooh, how will I sleep? A manmosa is fucking worse. Chad likes penises in his butthole. You don't need to project your toxic masculinity onto your fucking morning beverage. Okay. And honestly, I don't really fuck with mimosa people. Like at a kid's party, sure. If it's before 10 a.m. and you need to take the edge off, okay, fine. But a mimosa past 2 p.m. is just a personality flaw. And that's not a judgment. It's a medical study. It was conducted at the University of Community College of Country, of the country. And that, that's me. Okay. Another thing that's really bothering me this week, hmm, let me think about it. Pedestrians, uh, they don't have the right of way in my book. Sometimes I see a motherfucker just gimping across the street, taking their time texting, and I want to give them a love tap. I won't because I've got marble to pay for, but I dream about it often. Call me old fashioned. I like a sense of urgency. I like to walk with a purpose. This is a hot tip that I've been doing since I was a kid. When I was younger, I was very afraid of getting kidnapped. So I would always drag a leg. You can just take that as you'd like. I just figured, eh, they're probably going to pass on me. I'm very annoying. And if I can't move fast, it's not good for anybody. Okay. So I'd pull in a Viva dresser and I, I would just drag one of my legs. Okay. And um, as I've gotten older, 
you know, I think it's really important to protect ourselves as women. And I think we need to walk with authority and a purpose because you never fucking know. And I'm ready to rumble. I will swipe. If a, if a fucking moth grazes my ear, I mean, I will tear it in threes. Okay. PETA don't come at me. It's just fight or flight. And I don't like shit with wings. Um, so when you're walking anywhere, okay, I want you to be alert. And I like to walk with my fists clenched so that if any motherfucker sees me from behind, they know that I'm ready to throw a punch instantly. You don't want to walk with a loose limb. You want to walk upright, tight, and ready to rumble. Another thing that drives me fucking crazy. This is applicable like at an intersection while driving, while you're trying to not hit pedestrians based on, you know, menstrual rage, or you're at a dinner and there's like one little slice of pizza left, okay? I like people that take initiative, don't milk the clock, and keep it moving mentally, physically, digestively, okay? So if you got that one little piece of pizza And they're like, do you want it? And you're like, no, go ahead and take it. No, 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 you take it. And you're like, no, bitch, I said you can take it. Life's tough. Get a helmet. Eat the fucking pizza. When someone hands you something, gives you a green light, why are you milking the clock? So we have to do this sad Ciara one-two step back and forth. No, you have it. No, I don't need it. We'll share it. And then you're mangling the fucking pizza with the fork and knife. And I didn't even want it from the jump. Eat the pizza, bitch. Oh my God. Or you're at a fucking four-way stop sign intersection and everyone wants to be Mother Teresa. Go ahead, go ahead. Take your turn. The roads of the rule are, the rules of the road are, whoever gets to the stop sign first gets to go next. So meanwhile, little Betsy Uh, to the right is letting every motherfucker go because she's such a good person. Go, it's your turn. You're ultimately making everybody slow down, okay? Your act of philanthropy... Fuck me in the butt. Fuck me in the butt. Fuck me in the butt. You guys, I'm sweating. This is take two. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm sure it's going to get me in fucking trouble, but maybe, maybe somebody could send me some goddamn working equipment. That's my little passive aggressive aside for the day. Uh, Fun stuff. I am going to Cabo next week with good old grandma Gloria and family in tow. We haven't taken like a family trip in a very long time. And, you know, I've been saying to Gloria for months now, uh, you can cross the Rainbow Bridge after Cabo, but it would be a huge buzzkill if you decided to bogart our vacation for a little solo attention. And, you know, we had a close call this weekend. We went to sushi. I fed her hot sake. That bitch likes to drink, okay? And she forgets that she's 91. She forgets that she's not going to meet Denzel Washington at a local, you know, San Fernando Valley strip mall sushi joint. She wants her tits out. She wants rouge. She needs a lip gloss and she's looking to get lit. Now, unfortunately, at the age of 91, you know, drinks hit your femurs first. And I then became a Sherpa. This woman fully pulled a Countess Luann a la Tequila Mexico in the fucking bushes. I had to get up behind her and hoist her body up. She tried to get into the wrong car. I mean, it was a whole operation. I'm like, grandma, I swear to fucking God, next week, 
do as you do as you please. But I'm just trying to get to Cabo and make it one month, just one month without a shiver. Last weekend, I was at a memorial service. Next weekend, I'll be in fucking Cabo, okay? With Cousin Joe just trying to not get canceled. And we had a close call. I know this is probably hard for you to believe, but I'm kind of like the woke guiding light, a watchtower, if you will, um, in certain family dynamics. So I was at lunch with my social liability cousin, Joanna, who is just the definition of unhinged. I haven't had her back on the podcast in a while because she is a threat to my sponsorships and being a new homeowner with an affinity for marble slabs and a uh, kitchen flooring backyard renovation on the horizon. You know, you just got to be careful. So we go to lunch and she had her baby with these cute, cute, like little twisty kind of Brady butterfly clip hairdos. And I said, Joe, we got to be careful moving forward, okay? Because I'll be honest here. I live in fear of a childhood uh, Mexican cruise line vacation where I did get braids. And I will blame my parents. I take, that was entirely their fucking fault, okay? I think any little Jewish girl born uh, between the years of 1985 and 1993 live in fear of a childhood photo of them in a tankini with multiple braids with beads on the end, uh, resurrects and gets them fully ostracized from society. Because, you know, we didn't know then what we know now, which is uh, cultural appropriation. Not ideal, you know? I mean, I wasn't uh, doing blackface at a Casamigos Halloween party three years ago, like other people with NBC specials, but, uh, you know, not proud, not proud at all. In my head, I was like a budget Bo Derek, you know, just trolling the beaches of Puerto Vallarta in my old Navy tankini, busting boners at the kids club. Yeah, we're talking about kids club boners. How do you like that take two? I was explaining, you know, one braid it's European. It's equestrian. Okay. It's practical. It's chic. It's timeless. Two braids. It's sporty. You're fun. You like an IPA. Uh, you know, you're a good time gal with a heart of gold. Three braids, dicey territory. Four braids and above, full cultural appropriation. It's a no-go, canceled, goodbye. So cue the rainbow the more you know. I got to tell you, Katie, it is so nice to work with sponsors that I actually use and have paid retail for before they joined the show. Um, I started using Seed because a girlfriend recommended it to me. And, you know, I saw it at my local Air One. I was like, sure, Jackie, health is wealth. So Seed is an amazing broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. So a lot of probiotics can't actually make it to your gut. So you're just wasting your time and your money. Seed, their daily symbiotic is a total game changer. It's a proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. So it's a two-in-one capsule that protects the probiotics through digestion so that they can ensure the delivery to the colon, okay? So if you've taken a probiotic before and you never felt the difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract, okay? And seed is designed differently. And that's why it works. Okay. So it supports benefits in and beyond the gut. 
So it will support the ease of bloating, regularity, wink, wink, ease of evacuation, if you know what I mean. But it also supports your gut barrier, skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. We love that. You need to start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com forward slash Bible and use code Bible to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's daily symbiotic. That's seed.com forward slash Bible and use my code Bible. Are you a girl boss? How about a she-e-o? A bitch just trying to build her fempire. <laughs> Takes one to know one. Fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave, and for your business to break out of anything holding you back, you need business checking as brave as you are. That's why I'm happy to introduce Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. Unlike the traditional boring banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. So instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business. So it saves you time, frees up cash flow with seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for Nova for free and join the community of over 150,000 fearless small business owners who found the customized business checking solution that admires the brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now, free at novo.co slash Bible. Plus, Bitch Bible listeners are going to get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. Go to novo.co slash Bible to sign up for free. Novo.co slash Bible. Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, FA. Member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. I got to tell you, now that Andrew's home from the masters, I've been in a state of extreme resentfulness and there's something about, you know, the juxtaposition of, of your husband out on the open green with his master's hat on and his fucking pants, just living his best life with his bros and me schlepping to the depths of the valley to find bullnose trim for the floors. Um, it does something to a person. While I was sitting in the parking lot, you know, staring into the abyss of the barred windows with a dude next to me that looked like the Inland Empire's Jesse Pinkman with like a rogue, you know, crack pipe made out of foil uh, on his dashboard. You know, I turned my phone on. I'm like, yeah, Andrew landed an hour ago. I wonder where she is. Oh, she was having a lobster roll uh, in Malibu, in fucking Malibu. I called him up. I'm like, yo, Andrew, Hi, honey. How are you? Did you need to take a load off after your five-day master's sprint? Just needed some fresh seafood and ocean views. Yeah, no worries. Don't worry. I've been up since 7 a.m. schlepping through Southern California, various canyon tile and stone shops. Bon appetit. Get some Kumamoto's for me. Send a pic. Boomerang. Spritzy by the beach. Like, I will fuck you up. Now, I'd like to acknowledge that my lifestyle range is, uh, it's vast. It's very vast. Last week, I did a little staycation. I thought, you know what? Carpe diem, bitch. Andrew's gone. Why don't you take a, take a hotel in the city with Richard, you know, a lover's gallivant. So I checked in. I wasn't going to name the hotel, but I'm fucking gonna. And I'd like to go on record and say that I love their restaurant. Maybe my favorite, best vibe of all time. I practically got fingered by Al Pacino last week, okay? He sat 
right next to me. And when he got up from his table, he grazed my leg. Granted, it was an accident. I'm not incriminating Al Pacino. If anything, I would have liked to take it farther. I was like, to the left, Al, to the left. Grazed my thigh. And let me tell you, the thigh was a little swampy because it was 100 degrees out and I had swamp ass, but that's a whole other episode. So I checked into the Sunset Tower, okay? Right upon check-in, I had various people tell me that the hotel was haunted. And I was like, I don't really believe in that type of stuff. But then I also started panicking because I realized that I left all of my sleep tincture supplements at home. So I was going to be staying at a hotel that's allegedly haunted without any sleeping coping mechanisms, which I haven't done in years. I mean, I've said this multiple times after you turn 30, the concept of sleeping without some type of additive is, it doesn't exist. Not for me, at least. I'm like, I'm on a valerian root, anti-bloat, ollie gummy journey that's really been working for me. Uh, to be honest, it hasn't been working for me for the past three days, probably because I got poltergeisted at the Sunset Tower Hotel. Here's what happened. Every time I got in the fucking elevator, you know, when you're at a hotel, you scan the key. This is all so relatable, isn't it? God, I love this show. The journey, the range. So you, you scan your key and then you click the floor you're staying on. So, you know, I would, I'd scan my key, I'd click level eight. Every single time I got in the elevator and it wasn't the same elevator. There are three. And I took all three. They took me down to the fucking basement every single time. Then in the middle of the night, granted it's an older hotel, to be totally honest, they need to update their HVAC system, their HVAC, and they need new windows. And you know, honestly, it's a little crusty. We need a renovation. All of the artwork on the, on the walls, little Z gallery adjacent for my liking, but real comfy beds. And, uh, in the middle of the night, you know, it was 86 degrees cause their conditioning didn't work. The window latched open and, and and just opened. It just opened itself. And we are talking, there is a latch and I'm not making this up. And I was on, I was completely sober, zero sleep aids. I literally woke up at 7am, packed my things and got the fuck out of there. Okay. Great pigs in a blanket though. And a beautiful breakfast spread. Speaking of beautiful breakfast spreads, I have to tell you another thing that makes me irrationally angry. I hate a Trader Joe's three ingredient recipe. Okay. Because I find them to be misleading and, uh, socially irresponsible. And I'm going to tell you why you get some skinny bitch in a sports bra. That's like, I'm going to teach you how to make a super easy, super healthy Brussels sprout stir fry with only three ingredients from your local Trader Joe's. Thanks. Kane. So first you're going to start with the shaved Brussels sprouts. Then you're going to get some Szechuan sauce from the jarred sauce aisle. Then you're going to get the chicken wontons and put in a pan with a little bit of oil, saute up, and you're good to go. Click to subscribe for more three-ingredient recipes. Thank you. Um, Here's the thing. This makes me so upset when people tell you that it's healthy. Do you know how much sodium is in pre-packaged food? It's obscene. Okay. You are talking to someone. I literally can't wear any rings this week. I had to take my wedding ring off, not because I was trying to get fingered by Al Pacino, but because literally it was cutting off my circulation. Okay. I had purple fucking fingers from sodium retention. So you know what? Don't be bamboozled by the skinny bitches in sports bras on TikToks telling you how to like, you know, prixie fixie with three ingredients from Trader Joe's. It's just irresponsible.
Jesus, I'm fun. What a time. Can we talk shit about Bethany Frankel for a second? First of all, I'd like to say that I'd take a bullet for Bethany Frankel. I think she's a pillar of the Real Housewives franchise, and I love her like a sister. However, she posted something on Twitter earlier this week that was like, who do you guys think is the thirstiest woman on The Real Housewives? Or something like that. Who do you think is the thirstiest Bravo leb? Something to that degree. And it was like crickets. Because does she not see herself on Instagram? And I love her and the work she's doing for Ukraine. I mean, Mother Teresa could truly never. But, you know, when you are a massively successful businesswoman, okay, and you've done all the things, do we need to see... Uh, your TikToks and your outfits and your makeup DIY tutorials and your, you know, air fried gnocchi. And it's, it's every day, all day. And I, I think at a certain level of success, you dim the digital lights. And, you know, is she expressing herself? Maybe. Should she tone it down? Perhaps. A Finsta? You betcha. Humble brag. Um, I read like one eighth of a book called The Molecule of More, and I think it's very applicable to Bethany Frankel. I'm going to send her a copy. You know, I feel like when you uh, live in the public eye and you've you've felt the applause, cue Lady Gaga, that that does something to your dopamine and your serotonin levels where just being successful financially isn't enough. You truly need that public validation. And, you know, you will put those tap shoes on and you will fucking dance like a goddamn monkey at the zoo just to get, uh, you know, public acknowledgement because that it does something to your brain. You know, you step out on a stage and people clap for you. That does something. And then when you're not in that state, you know, it feels like a depression almost. And now that I'm a licensed therapist that likes to psychoanalyze people for sport, you know, my solution would be just dabbing my tears with my dollar bills, packing up my shit, going on a vacation and calling it a day. But some people really need that. They live for the applause, applause, applause. They'll get on fucking TikTok and show you how to make ravioli. But they are so rich, they should just stay home. Um, What was I saying? Oh my God, I know why I haven't been fucking sleeping. It's not the poltergeist. It's Michael Buble. Have you seen his new music video? Okay, I allegedly, it was directed by Derek Huff. I'm not sure if I made this up or that's a fact. Do you want to do yourself a fucking favor? First, hop over to Mandy Moore's Instagram account and look for the video of her in a yellow dress, looking lovingly outside a window, earnestly singing her own fucking lyrics in a prairie dress, always in a prairie dress. She likes an ankle skimmer and I love her for that. She also loves a beachy wave and a fuchsia lip and real life, somebody loves me in real life. Do you think I didn't download it? I did. I might pay 129 just to support the fucking arts, okay? So first, you're going to pop over to Mandy Moore's Insta. That will help with uh, any type of indigestion you've been suffering, constipation. It'll glide right out, okay? No groundhogging. If you know what a groundhog is, it's it's a medical term that I use for a faux poop. The groundhog comes out, looks around. Nope, another month of winter, goes back in. You're fucked. Groundhogging. Uh, Yes, that's great. Love that. Huge vibe. so after you've, you know, cleansed yourself with the Mandy Moore, then, then to stimulate yourself into a 
state of sleep paralysis and just fear, you don't need to go to the Sunset Tower. Hop over to Michael Bublé's, uh, well, I don't know, his, his YouTube, his Vivo. How many fucking music videos does he have? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas and this one. It's a twofer, okay? It's short. Um, it is, it confirms everything I've thought about the Huff Scissor Sisters. It's demonic. It's satanic. It's confusing. It's Handmaid's Tale. It's M. Night Shyamalan. The, it's creepy. It's not sexy. It, it will dry your vagina up like the fucking Sahara Desert. You will never be drier. You can sand, you could sand your fucking uh, armoire. Okay, you want to you want to fucking uh repaint something in the house? Watch Michael Bublé's new music video. Take your vagina and dry hump any piece of furniture for a very clean as a whistle sand, okay? And then repaint, restain. I'm going to rub my vagina all over these floors for when I have to restain them in June. And I'm going to watch Michael Bublé in between every fucking wood plank. He's got this snide, jazzy demeanor and a kickball change. And he's looking at the camera and he's making the ladies hot. Except he's not. I don't ever want to fuck Michael Bublé. If the whole future of civilization was on me and Michael Bublé procreating to bring a human into the world to keep Mother Earth alive and well, I would say... No fucking way. When he sways those hips, like I will fucking stab myself in the vagina. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you give us five stars on iTunes, okay? Really would appreciate it. The Katie's are coming for me and I will not stand for it. How dare you? How dare you? Say it to my face, okay? I'll be at Home Depot in Canoga Park probably the next three days, morning, noon, and night. Come at me, bitch. Follow me at Jackie Schimmel. And next week, we will be joined by Tinks. Oh, and my contractor's here. (laughs) 